Our show today was brought to you by X-Tax Pros. Where do I get my paperwork done for the IRS or my bookkeeping? Well, I go to xtaxpros.com. Yes, this is Rebecca Love, and I actually use them. If you're in Nevada and need an accountant, go to xtaxpros.com. Their phone number is 702-253-7499. Enjoy the show. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, hear... What does that mean, anyway? Hey, listen up! All rise for the Skinamax Bee Queen of Late Night, the brunette dynamo herself, the fan-fucking-tabulous Rebecca Love! And now, Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love! Hey, this is Rebecca Love, and I was at Internext, and I sat in another seminar, and this one's beneficial, so it needs to go up on the podcast. It was pineapple support, and in this session, they talked about how mental health crisis affects not only performers, but the companies for which they work. We'll ex- we'll ex- I'm reading right off the website. We'll explore the issues faced by performers. The free services Pineapple Support provides the industry and the benefits of more direct partnership between Pineapple Support and your platform. And the speaker was, her name is Leah, L-E-Y-A, Leah, Leah Tanit, T-A-N-I-T. And she does a phenomenal seminar. It's very educational. And basically, Pineapple Support is there to help, well, they said not only the company in this seminar, but also the performer, the adult industry online performer. So, and it's 24 7. Just go to their website, it'll tell you all about it pineapplesupport.org. O R G. So, enjoy the seminar. I know I did. So I have known the industry. It was never a my main job. So I was very unaware of the mental health issues that were, were going on. I was unaware of the uh, lack of the resources. Um, but I did have a very good knowledge of, of the industry, of what it is to perform, what it is to go on set, and what it is to interact with other performers and, and promote yourself online. Um, So that was how that's how I got to be where I am, and that's how I what gave me the the start to find support. And I'm going to keep looking at this because I haven't done this presentation in a while. And I was completely forgot where I was. So yes, so I'm the founder and president of Pineapple Support, and that's why I am here. Um, along with me, uh, we have our board members, who are Kenny Marsh, who was at the um, first couple of shows, which just had to leave early. We have Christina Carter, who might be popping down later. They are my UK um, directors. In the US, we have Lane Farron, who is my um, godsend. 
she does all the paperwork and all the things that just boggle my brain. She's absolutely wonderful. She makes sure that everything is legal. Uh, we have Dr. Jenna Field, who's a long-time friend of mine and a therapist with Pineapple Support also. Then there's Alison Bowden, who's the CEO of Kink, who was in here briefly. Um, we have Corey Silverstein, who's our legal chair. Brad Mitchell, who I'm sure most of you will know, who's our marketing and website chair. Tim Valenti, who's just joined us recently as social justice chair. And Emma Rainville, who's our fundraising chair. Also in the office, we have the amazing Kirsty. If you ever apply for therapy or need to communicate with someone regarding therapy or a therapist, it'll be Kirsty you speak to. She's absolutely phenomenal and is on top of all of that. She's amazing and I couldn't do this without her. Um, so why do I start Pineapple Support? I am sure that you will all recognize these faces up here. Um, these are five women who lost their lives in 2017, 2018 due to ill mental health. Um, as I mentioned before, I have been in the industry for a while but didn't have any idea about what was going on. I didn't, I didn't know about the, the bullying, I didn't know about the, the isolation and the stigma. I was very privileged to be in, uh, dipping in and out. Um, during the Expos Awards in 2018, when they, they talked about this and they went through a list of names, of, which, which they do at the beginning of all the big shows, of the people who have lost their lives that year. And I think there were, there were 18 people. Um, almost all of them were, were young. And it really, really hit home um, that, that there just wasn't the support system in place and these people were slipping through the net and no one was there to, to catch them or to even offer a hand. Uh, so on my flight home uh, from, from Vegas, I was thinking to myself, you know, I, I do a lot of work at home for charity, for the dog shelters, for the uh, orphanages, things like that. What, why aren't I putting my time into a community that has given me so much because when I was when I was at school, when I was bullied, when I was pushed around, the BDSM community was there for me. When I was older and just ne never quite fit into to boring, normal, vanilla society, <laughs> um, the adult industry was there, and that's why you know that's one of the reasons why I was a performer, why I did just dip into it all the time because the adult industry is a family, it's a community, and it's one that really, really looked after me. So what does Pineapple Support provide? Um, we're a non-profit organisation, 501c3 in the US, we're a registered charity in the UK. We provide emotional support and therapy to the adult industry. And we do this in a number of ways. Um, we do it through professional therapy and, and counselling. We have a 24-7 online emotional support service. We run support groups and now have an online resource, which is the Pineapple Summit. Um, I wanted to make sure that Mental health care was accessible and affordable. It needed to be, let's say, a proactive response on there. What I mean is we need to start looking at self-care, self-care with intent, which is what we've been talking about a lot this month, which is not just having a bubble bath and drinking a bottle of wine, which sort of makes me feel happy. It's writing your list and paying your bills. It's cleaning the house. It's doing the things that you don't really want to do, but you but they're important and, and they're going to make you feel better in the long term. Um, the, it's, the proactive response is about education, which is why we launched the Pineapple Summit, uh, a place for people to, to learn about um, 
mental health strains and their, their, the unique effect on the adult industry. Um, and most of all, most importantly, at least it needs to be stigma free because this is something that we've we've seen a lot of. Um, it's, it's absolutely horrific. I've spoken to performers who have said they were being treated by a therapist when they tell the therapist what they did for a living. The therapist refused to treat them. Hi, Hi Waffles. <laughs> um, yeah, to, to, to actually be refused treatment because you work in the industry. Uh, but more often than not, the therapist will simply pin the reasoning for all of your problems on working in, 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 in adult. And a lot of times that's not the case, you know. People suffer from depression, it's, it's a chemical imbalance. People suffer from many different things. It's got nothing to do with the adult industry. Actually, the adult industry brings joy and comfort and, and a great income, and, and it's a lot of fun. So the stigma-free part is, is obviously the most important. Uh, so why do I feel that there is a health crisis now hitting the adult industry or over the past few years? Um, the industry is changing. There's a lot of independent models. It's, the industry is now very, very accessible. So if you want to start camming, all you need is a computer. If you want to start making clips, all you need is a camera. You can do everything from home. So there's not that sense of community anymore. It's not that everyone gets together to shoot at a certain time, at a certain date. It's not a, a small community, it's huge. There are hundreds of thousands of performers out there now, and many of them don't have any contact with other performers. Um, because of this, there's a lot less certain income, because of the tube sites, there's a lot less certain income. People come into this industry very young and do the circuit very quickly, and their career can be almost over in, in a matter of months if they're not managed correctly. And as we all know, once we've got into this industry, your face is on the internet, it's very, very hard to get a job anywhere else. And at 18, that's not something you tend to think about. Um, because of social media, there is a lot of exposure to criticism. Social media is this double-edged sword where it's, it's amazing that you can now connect with your fans one-on-one. -on -one. You can have this amazing interaction. But sadly, the way the world is, a lot of people interaction is not pleasant and that's not just from fans that's that's peer-to-peer -peer, which is really saddening uh, on the plus side i have to say i've seen a lot less bullying online recently a lot less people talking about bullying online there seems to be a, a, a positive ripple running through the industry which is, is absolutely beautiful to see and i really hope that this carries on and, and turns into something bigger um, on top of the changing industry, obviously we've got the stigma, which I talked about earlier. The, the stigma from family. Uh, most, a lot of people are, are now no longer in contact with their family. If they are in contact with their family, the family don't know what they do, which means that you spend less and less time with your family because you don't want to lie anymore. You don't want to have to make up the excuses. How was work? Oh, well, my babysitting job. Oh, yeah, the office was really boring today. Uh, please don't ask me any more questions. It's a lot easier just not to see people. Um, healthcare, and this is <clears throat> again things that I'm um, I have been learning since starting pineapple support. The the stigma you get from when you go to see the the gynecologist, or if you get an SCI check at uh, regular doctors, um, you know the, the, 
even even that can be a really daunting experience when you know you're going to have to discuss the fact that you're in the other industry. Um, and, and discrimination, you know, we've 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 all, I'm sure, it doesn't matter what side of the adult industry you're on, whether you're a performer, producer, or on the exact side, I'm sure you've all received some kind of discrimination from from working in this industry. I heard stories from a friend of mine in Berlin when we had a, a chat like this. That I mean, he's he's a he works in marketing, and his wife is a school teacher, and they found out that he worked in marketing for a porn company, and suddenly started um, discriminating him and and pointing it out and saying things to his wife, who's his teacher at school, and he's a marketer. Uh, you know, it, it, this this goes through every single layer of the industry. We're all we are all affected by this. Um, so the myths. <laughs> I think when you get into this industry, you are. It takes a certain type of person, and when I say that, I don't mean it takes a damaged person because it certainly doesn't. It but it takes a creative person. It takes a, a person that's a little bit different to the type of person that wants to sit behind a desk and do accounts or whatever else. If you want to be a performer, you're a type, you, you want to be out there, you want to, you know, you want to entertain, you want to please. Um, and with all types of performers, be it singers, uh, mainstream actors, so on and so forth, I think with an over, over excited imagination? With a big imagination. That we're all on drugs, clearly. Um, that we are damaged goods. I actually heard someone walking through uh, AVNs a couple of days ago. And it's two, two old guys. So we have a lot of damaged goods in here. So nice. Nice, thanks, chaps. Lovely. Um, trafficked, of course, at the moment. Sester Foster, thank you. No one wants to be in a sex worker. We're all forced into this job. Why on earth would anyone enjoy having great sex all the time with beautiful people? <laughs> oh, uh, immoral, because you know, we are not in wedlock and we're allowing people to see our naked bodies. How absolutely disgraceful is that? Um, and uneducated, because if we had an education, we'd be doing something far better with our lives. Um, what we wanted to do at Panel Support is, is actually really look into these and find out what's true, what's not true, where these, where it came from, um, and really just dispel some of these and have some facts in front of us. Now, so it's, sorry, so in January last year, we did an anonymous mental health survey. Um, we had over 300 people complete the survey, which from what I could see online, that's one of the largest surveys ever done in the adult industry on mental health. Um, now, the results are, of course, a little bit skewed because the people that were taking this test clearly had access to the internet and were not being forced into anything and were independent and able to look after themselves. So, so actually, if you look at these results and imagine it could be worse. So these are the areas which really need, really, really need, need some help. Um, anxiety. 73% of people in the industry suffer from anxiety against the US national average of 18%. Now that, I think, sorry. Um, camming is a great, 
career if you've, if you've got anxiety. It means you can work when you want, it means you can hide when you want, um, you can really, really be your own boss. And similar if you're making your own clips, not so much if you're a porn performer going on set because then you know you've still got schedules. Um, but this is, this is again, another double-edged sword. If you've got anxiety and you're letting it control your life and you're letting it just dictate when you do and don't work, actually you're, you're, you're giving that anxiety power and the, power and the anxiety is going to grow. When you have anxiety, as hard as it is, you really need to take things and tackle them uh, face on. Uh, eating disorders. Now, 29% is, is high, particularly compared to the 3% US national average. And I think, you know, this is going to go without saying. If, if you are getting naked in front of people all the time, or even if you're just looking at other people naked and knowing people are looking at you naked, you are going to compare yourself. Um, you know, I, I know that when I was performing, I'd come across here. Not a lot smaller because I didn't sit at the desk all the time. Um, but I come across the US and then everyone's got the boobs and the bum and the lips, and I'm quite happy with what I've got. But by the time I've left the conference, I'm thinking, oh, fuck, should I get a boob job? <laughs> I should probably get a boob job. Um, so, you know, that, and, and that's coming from someone who's generally quite confident in the way that they look, whereas a lot of performers, a lot of people are not that confident in the way they look. And to be confronted every day with these beautiful, perfect, perfect bodies, it's, it's, it's really hard. So I, I think actually 29%, although it's really high, is, um, is, is kind of expected as well. And depression, 68% compared to 6.7. Wow. Um, my opinion on this, I don't know if anyone wants to give theirs, but I've I put it all down to stigma and the isolation um, which stems from that. I think that if you have a small problem and you talk about it and you're able to talk about it, that small problem can disappear. If you have a small problem and everyone's telling you that you're a slut, that you're this, that you're that for working in this industry and you don't feel like you can talk to anybody about what is happening to you, then that very small problem is going to grow and it's going to grow and all, this, all the other small problems are all going to attach together. And I think this is why we have a problem with depression in the industry. On the positive side. Um, now, some of these figures may not seem as exciting to you as, 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 <laughs> as they did to me, but um, sexual assault is almost the same as the US national average, which, it, you know, everyone talks about how everyone in this industry has been abused. Every woman in this industry is damaged goods. They've all had something going on in their childhood as trauma. And I think this shows that that is not necessarily the case. We are very close to the, to the national average. Um, <clears throat> dependency on prescription drugs is actually lower than the US national average. HIV and AIDS is lower than the national average. And domestic violence is, is pretty much bang on, which kind of shows that people aren't being forced into this. Again, as I said, these results are a little bit skewed. In relationship stress, the same as everybody else in every other community. Um, there's, and, and that just, yeah, that, that for me, and bullying is so low, which as I was saying to you before, that I, I feel like the, 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 the bullying has dropped down in, in, in the industry a little bit, and that would just, 
it, it, it's a, although these, these categories are quite high, it, it was just very nice to, to see that, you know, it is, we are just the same as everyone else. This, on the other hand, this is terrifying. 73% of camp performers have considered suicide. This isn't, they felt a bit low one day. This is, these are people that have, con, that have got to a point where they've thought that taking their lives was the, the best option. 73%. And these are the people that have access to their computers that are not being pushed around by anyone. Hi guys, this is Rebecca Love. Why aren't you a member of the fan club? Oh, I'm sorry, was that too direct? Get over to adultfilmstarnetwork.com, hit the button for the fan club. It's only $5 a month. It's a private link into our Discord, and you can participate with all the shows. But not only that, we can send you an alert 15 minutes before showtime, so you'll never miss a live, unfiltered podcast ever again. Not like we did it in the past, but this is the future. So go to adultfilmstarnetwork.com and click on the fan club. We'll see you in there. On the porn side, that is 67%. So it drops slightly, um, but it's still, you know, these, these figures are really, really worrying. Um, and just, it really, you know, it shows why, why pineapple support is so, so important. Yeah, one quick question. Uh, is there any breakdown of age differences between like camp performers and adult performers? The age differences are here. So that's 20, 21 to 24, 25 to 29, 30 to 34, 35 to 40, 41 to 50, 51 to 60. We did, um, I did have it all broken down into gender as well. Um, and people who are non-cis gender, 100% of them are considered suicide. Going back to that one, it's you know people the the highest the highest uh, part of the graph there is people aged twenty five to twenty nine. Um, that probably gets to your point of the yeah. age of camels is younger. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, 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 I have a very expensive piece of software that does all this, and I've got no idea how to use it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I can break it all down, it can tell me all sorts of things, but I, yeah, basic graph. <laughs> um, so on that note, how does pineapple work? Um, the active listening side of pineapple support is uh, an area in which we, we are working to improve. We need more volunteers and that's, that's how we're going to improve that, that side of the, the support. Um, so what we do, we, we have basically white labeled from a company called Seven Cups. Uh, I don't know if any of you have heard of Seven Cups. They've been going for around eight years. They're an active listening service open to Joe Public. So what we've done in order we can use that they've got extremely high um, privacy on there. No, no one can see anything. There's not going to be any data leaks or any worries with that. Um, they have a lot of training courses, they have a wellness path, they have all sorts of great things that you can utilize. And so it just, it, it seemed like a great option for us. So what we've done is we've got a separate community. 
So if you go on pineapplesupport.org and click volunteer or click get support, you'll be taken to our community within Seven Cups. Uh, once you've registered that way, you can then download the Seven Cups app and you'll always be taken to our community, but it's very important that the, the first time you log in or the first time you sign up, you do that through the Pineapple Support website. Um, what we're working on, actually I did say that the communication through text. Um, this for me, I was a little bit concerned at the beginning of, of having it just a text service rather than a voice service. But actually, I think it, it, it's, it's worked out that there are some great benefits. One, it's not a crisis line. It's not a crisis service. And I think if we did a, a telephone number, a lot of people would be calling up in crisis. And we, we now we, we, the logistics of setting up a crisis hotline with people who are sex worker positive and available 24-7 and so on and so forth, it's just, it's impossible without a, a hell of a lot of funding. Um, also, when you're... You know, the idea of this is to alleviate isolation, to talk about problems. You know, you're, you're pissed off with your boyfriend, you've had a sh shit day at work, you know, something's just, just getting on your tits. <laughs> you write it down first, and I think actually writing it down and reading it is part of, part of the process, because then you can go, oh, it's not that bad actually, is it? Whereas if you're on the phone sometimes, you're like, bah, 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 and you're not actually listening to your own words. And it also gives the, the volunteer replying, it gives them a chance to read their response as well, because I, I don't know about most of you guys, but I very frequently say things without actually thinking about it, and it's out of my mouth by the time the flow falls. Um, so this, this helps with that as well. Um, what we are doing, and I am so fucking excited about this, so we're working together with Seven Cups at the moment. Basically, um, SNL is training courses. Seven Cups currently have around 50 different training courses. They've asked us to write one. So they currently have 300,000 volunteers who are, are actively providing support on their website, taking the training courses that are already there. What we are going to do is we're going to provide, we're going to create a training course discussing the effects of stigma in sex work, the unique stresses that sex workers um, have, and how to provide care to sex workers. So not only are we going to be able to recruit more listeners through Seven Cups who are going to be knowledgeable in, in the areas of which sex workers need support, we've also got a chance to break down the stigma, break down those barriers with 300,000 people that could then pass on that knowledge to others. And for me, that's just absolutely huge. We give the opportunity is, is incredible. So we're working on that at the moment, and hopefully we'll have that uh, up and running within the next couple of months. But that's um, I'm, I'm so excited about this. It's kind of... It's doing all we want with mental health and more, so, yeah. How kind of interest did you get in recruiting new volunteer listeners at AVN? So, AVN, people t a lot of people took the flyer. Um, no one got overly excited about becoming a listener. At Exotica, we got a lot of a, a huge response, um, uh, particularly after um, myself and one of our therapists, uh, Jasmine Johnson, did a seminar on stigma and the effects on sex workers. Um, the, at the, the straight up show uh, with the gay community, the response and the, for people wanting to be a listener and wanting to give back to their community was huge. And that was really wonderful to see. and. Very interesting to, to, to see the different the different sides of the community.
<clears throat> so the main part of what we do, and the reason we raise money, um, is to provide stigma-free professional therapy and counselling. Um, at the moment, we have, I think, 86 therapists. That's across uh, Canada, the US, Colombia, UK, Europe, and Australia. Um, they speak, I think, there's seven or eight different languages between them. And, and every single one of them I've met has just been amazing. Really quirky and wonderful and fun. And they have all said how much they adore their pineapple support clients, which is just lovely. Um, so obviously they're all sex worker positive. I have interviewed probably about 60 or 70% of them myself. Um, they're all independent, so they're not employed by Pineapple Support. They're, they're independent therapists and we facilitate the therapy. Um, and they all offer us discounted rates. So don't think that you come for a, a therapist through Pineapple Support is going to be a substandard therapist. Some of the therapists that we have usually charge 250, 350 upwards an hour, and they, they're offering us hugely discounted rates because they want to help the community. The way that it works is we try to keep it as simple as possible. So we use a um, data collection uh, form uh, through a company called Apricot Solutions, which is the most secure that we could find. It is HIPAA compliant. Um, and there's only myself and Kirsty currently who have access. So when you apply for therapy, we do need your legal details. We need your name, we need your address, we need a copy of your ID. There is a legal contract at the end. We are passing your details onto a therapist who's gonna be providing medical care and, and your details are also kept there in case you are in crisis and we can send someone to do a wellness check. Because if I see somebody online that's just said that they've swallowed a bottle of pills or they're about to put a noose around their neck, I will personally find your address and send someone around your house. That's why we're here. I'm here because I care. And it might piss you off having someone turn up at your front door, but I don't give a fuck. As long as it keeps you alive. Um, so, we need, your, we need your details. We need you to tell us which areas you feel you may need support in. So, we have a long list about... 30 different areas from trauma, sexual assaults, anxiety, depression, drug addiction. Um, you just need to tick the boxes where you feel you need support. You let us know how much you can afford. That could be $5, $10, $50, whatever you can afford per session. You let us know. That goes directly to your therapist prior to each session. Um, we do this for a number of reasons. One is, of course, it helps us help others. The more money we get, from, from contributions, the more that we have to provide care to other people. And also it's been shown that contributing towards your own therapy is a big part of therapy. So there are the, they're, they're the two main reasons why we do it this way. Um, and then also the, the remainder, your, your therapist would invoice us for at the end of the month. Um, and then once you've, had, once you've completed your application form, uh, that will be reviewed and responded to within 72 hours, and you should be connected to a therapist within four or five days, which is which is pretty which is pretty good at the moment. Um, and as we're taking on more therapists, we seem to be currently able to to keep up this pace, which is which is absolutely fantastic. 
I've heard some horror stories about people that are trying to get uh, therapy through their insurance or through the NHS in the UK. Six month waiting lists and things. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, so tackling problems at the root, which is what we were talking about earlier on. Um, <coughs> encouraging people to talk, breaking down the stigma, creating a community, trying to encourage people to be kind. Make kind the new cool. Um, but yeah, building a community, educating people, providing resources, discussing, just discussing the, 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 the stresses on the industry. That's all going to be a part of putting people in a, in a better place so that they hopefully don't get to a stage where they need to, to seek help or they harm themselves. You know, as having, having knowledge is, is a huge, a huge um, benefit, a huge factor. Um, so, what's all that? <laughs> That's the hangover kicked in, it's just gone back in. <laughs> Um, what have you accomplished so far? Oh God, I'm talking way too fast. <laughs> should I go back a slide? Should I talk again now? Um, <laughs> what have you accomplished so far? Um, we've given over 700 performers access to CAM. Uh, that's been in the space of uh, just over 18 months, which I think is, is phenomenal. Um, we have over 300 volunteers. We've provided drop-in therapy at a number of, of US and European events. We've had a lot of press coverage thanks to our awesome uh, PR. We've done a lot of fundraising. Uh, we had the APAC did the rooftop rager, which seemed to be a success. Um, we've provided some free training days. At last, last year, last February, March, Ian came, we did the suicide prevention training day. Um, after the AVNs and the Expos shows last year, I had a lot of agents reaching out to me saying that they had performers that were in crisis. What do I do? On the phone to me, well, you know, I'm not a crisis trained, whatever. Um, so I put on a crisis intervention and suicide prevention training day in LA and invited all the any, anyone who has contact with performers to, to come along and have a free training day on crisis intervention, which was which is great and something that I'd really like to do again, actually. I think um, I mean, it was a huge benefit for me. It was, it was so interesting. So that's, that's something that, um, that I'd like to do more of. Um, we also offer a lot of online group support. So we are now hoping to do a different group therapy or group, group support every month. We've done one in, um, in sexual trauma. We have one coming up in addiction. We've done a dialectical behavior therapy course in emotion regulation. Uh, we have we've had a sex workers all round group support, and, and well, as I said, we're really hoping to start every month focusing on a different area and, and providing these on a monthly basis. Um, and yeah, over 80 therapists, counselors, and coaches, which is growing. And I, I don't know how many we've got now because since I've been traveling, I think I've had about six or seven new applicants wanting to work with us, which is fantastic. And a Russian speaking one that really excites me. <laughs> Um, so, serious recipients by state, we've got 12% of the people that have come to us for therapy are male. I find this hugely concerning. Uh, suicide is the biggest killer of men under the age of 40. Men are not reaching out. Um, this is 
something that we are really focusing on at the beginning of uh, this year is to make sure that we are more accessible to all areas of the community, particularly the LGBTQ plus community. Um, there is a huge divide between the mainstream and the gay side of the industry, and I really want to ensure that that is non-existent, particularly when it comes to pineapple support and mental health. We are people at the end of the day, and that's all that matters. Um, and then non-cisgender, 9%. Again, 100% of people that completed the survey that were non-cisgender have considered suicide. We should be ensuring that we are more accessible to these communities. And this is how much we're growing. This is why we really, really need a lot more money. So as you can see, as from March of this of last year now, uh, it just it just skyrocketed. The amount of applicants we're having for therapy every month is is going through the roof. It seems to be getting a little bit more even now that we're looking at between thirty and fifty applicants every month for one-on-one -on -one therapy. Now, if you imagine every every applicant that comes to us is going to be with us for twelve sessions on average. And that's going to cost us, on average, 1000 per person. So, looking at that, it's kind of 30000 a month. It's a lot. That's 30000 at base. <coughs> um, so, it's a mammoth task. And that's without us focusing on Romania, which is an area that I really, really want to um, access. They, there's a lot of support needed there. Uh, they're very closed off to mental health care, so I like a challenge. And also, as I said, we've got a Russian-speaking therapist, we're going to start really hoping that some of the Russian um, performers will reach out as well, because I know that there's a lot of a lot of stigma there. I'm not sure about this. Uh, is it illegal to shoot porn in Russia? Do you know this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the Russian performers are terrified to speak with a Russian therapist. So we have a European therapist, a therapist based in Europe who speaks Russian, who we're going to be able to, to provide care to, to that community with. Um, yeah, this, it's thrilling, it's exciting, it's wonderful, but it's also really terrifying. Um, and our goals for the future. So when I say we have to become a household name, what I mean there is that if you're a performer and you are struggling with your mental health, and you're in a bad place, you don't go, fuck, where do I go? Who do I speak to? I'm gonna put something out on Twitter. You'll go, a pineapple. Everyone knows you've got pineapple support. It's there, it's my safety net. It's got me when I need it. It's not, no one has to search. It's just everybody knows they can come to us and we will be there for them and we will provide them with the care that they need. Uh, couples counseling. This is probably something that's a little bit further in the future. We are offering couple, couples counselling to couples who are both in the industry. But I think that relationship stress is, is a stress for everybody. And if you're in the adult industry and you're managing to hold down a relationship, let me know how. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's an area that is a huge stress for many people, um, but obviously it's going to be a, a big expense as well. But I'd really like to be able to offer that service because I think it'd be extremely beneficial to, to people, uh, to performers. 
As I said, we are really focusing on the LGBTQ community and ensuring that we are accessible there to get out and speak to people and, and let them know that we're, we're, we're cool. Um, we are recruiting specialist therapists, so therapists who will um, really focus on working with the trans community, for example. Um, therapists who will really focus on addiction and who can help us do support groups. Um, we just want, I just want to make sure we've got everything covered. As I said, I want everyone to be able to come to us and know that they are going to be looked after and we are going to have somebody that, that, can, that can work with them in whichever area that they, they need. Um, a bigger press, oh, life coaching and careers advice. <laughs> so this is something that we were discussing. Um, is people who are choosing to leave the industry and would like to have some help harnessing their skills to know which direction they, they can go, where they can find work, who they can work with, what they can do with their amazing marketing skills that they've just harnessed through work in the other industry. Um, a bigger presence in the agencies in the studios, we have a lot of support from some of the, the, the big companies, so the cam companies, the clip sites, the tube sites, we need support from the, from the ground up, and the agencies and studios have first-hand contact with the performers, and they really should be a, a part of this. They should be contributing, they should be helping spread the word about our resources, and that's something that I'm really going to try and focus on as well. Uh, and the online summit. So we had our first online summit in October. What the online summit is, and it's, it's only a baby at the minute, uh, we had our therapists um, present 14 different uh, seminars on different mental health aspects and talk about coping skills and the unique relation to the adult industry. Um, we had that running over two days. What I'd like to do with the next one is have it as maybe more of a live event or definitely include some more interaction. Um, and then the seminars are now kept online under an archive. So anyone that maybe doesn't quite feel like reaching out, they can go and but they're feeling anxious. They can go online, look up anxiety, and then learn about it. And learn about how they can cope with it on their own, because maybe the confidence just isn't there yet to, to speak to an actual therapist. Um, how can you help? Money. Um, <laughs> so, retweet, comment. Talk about us. If you see a performer struggling, tag us in there and I will personally reach out to them. Um, I am in Spain, so be aware of that. Don't think I'm ignoring you, I'm probably just asleep. Um, tell your friends, do charity cam shows, donate what you can, um, just in any, any way possible. If we all pull in together, then this is going to work. But it's a very, very big job and we need support from everybody. So I have a question. A lot of, a lot of times people overlook uh, the fact that veterans make a very small percentage of the people in the adult industry. Mm -hmm. Have you reached out to the VA for either logistical or financial support? No, but we were discussing this at the booth at AVN, weren't we? I'm a veteran. I get my services to them, and I'm happy to liaison on with them. I also specialize in the CCS, CCSP, first responder instructor, CPR instructor, special education institute. Uh, like, that'd be great. Um, 
if you think that it's something that they get behind, then then it absolutely. Isn't just that, that many of us. There's maybe one percent of I mean, I, I now know three, and I don't have that many friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it may be different in Europe. Like, They're all Americans. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> all my friends. All my friends are Americans now. So yeah, Gracie, any, any, any questions? All right. Yes, Mr. Pan. If if you are living close to a therapist, then in person is obviously preferable. Mm -hmm. But all of our therapists offer um, video therapy as well. I was curious, being a film director and producer, yeah. actually, but um, you know, if there's any way, I'm not a trained professional. I haven't been working with kids for 15 years. So, is there any? Um, <laughs> Wiggle room for directors or people like me who aren't therapists, but to, to help out. Yeah, the volunteers, okay. the the active listening on the volunteer side. Absolutely, the more people that we can get um, volunteering and active listeners who are in the industry, the better, because you know you, you understand the problems that come forward. It's completely anonymous, and it's better if you don't put your name. A lot of the listeners who are performers have put their real names. So. No one wants to know who they've just. No, some people do, but you know, if, if you're just pouring your heart out because you're having a moment, it's nice not to know that you've got to avoid eye contact with somebody next time you see them at a conference. Um, but yeah, that would be amazing. Come on, Jay, this is when you speak. Nah, I think you covered it. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. So, uh, you want to spend some more time with Rebecca? Find her on Twitter at RebeccaLoveXXX and on her official website, RebeccaLove.com. And catch all the great shows on Adult Film Star Network. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.